From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Ciara Hewlett. A Utah State School Board member publicly questioned the gender of a high school athlete on social media. As KUER's Caroline Ballard reports, the post has since been taken down. Natalie Klein posted a flyer of a girls' basketball team in the Granite School District. Her caption said, girls' basketball dot dot dot, implying one of the players is not female. The post included the student's face, the name of her school, and jersey number. Dozens of commenters accused the player of being transgender and called for other teams to boycott playing the school. Klein has since apologized. The district says it's working to ensure the student's well-being. It will also ramp up security at the student's school. Caroline Ballard, KUER News. Governor Spencer Cox and Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson denounced Klein's behavior last night. In a joint statement, they said they were stunned to hear of her, quote, unconscionable behavior. They urged the State Board of Education to hold her accountable. KUER's Martha Harris contributed to this reporting. Utah Lake is full enough that state water managers are going to start releasing water from it this morning. This is the first time in more than a decade Utah Lake has hit maximum capacity. When there's this much water, the state engineer is required to open the gates. It's to prevent flooding around the lake and the Jordan River. But it could also help the Great Salt Lake as the water eventually flows into it. Officials don't know how much water they'll release yet. It could be as much as 300 million gallons a day while the gates are open. How much the Great Salt Lake will get depends on precipitation, weather, and other factors. The anti-human trafficking nonprofit Operation Underground Railroad has six new members of its board of directors. This comes after the group formally cut ties with founder and former CEO Tim Ballard in December. In the same statement, it announced that it would also refresh its board of directors. Ballard has been accused of sexual misconduct by multiple women. The organization says he engaged in unprofessional behavior that violated its policies and values. Overturning leadership is one of the measures OUR says it's taking to prevent future misconduct and protect the safety and dignity of everyone there. A spokesperson says it plans to name a new CEO in the coming weeks. Uranium mining is picking up in the United States after years of very little production. It could help a first-of-its-kind nuclear power plant project in our region. Wyoming Public Radio's Caitlin Tan reports for the Mountain West News Bureau. Uranium mining in the U.S. peaked in the early 80s, largely fueling the country's nuclear power plants. But over the years, the U.S. stopped much of its mining because of Russia. Russia had been flooding the market and had been driving down prices to below market levels. Jeff Navin is with TerraPower, which is building a new, more efficient nuclear plant near Kemmer, Wyoming. After Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the industry turned its back on Russia causing countries to scramble to find uranium to fuel these types of plants. TerraPower even delayed their project by two years. But domestic mining is picking up. We are now seeing the price get to a point where it makes sense to put miners back to work in places like Wyoming. TerraPower partnered with a uranium company that restarted operations in the Powder River Basin. Three other mining projects are underway in Utah and Arizona. For Wyoming Public Radio, I'm Caitlin Tan. You're listening to KUER News.